the Huntley Baptist Church podcast. We hope that this message can be an encouragement to you today. Please feel free to contact us at huntleybaptist at extra.co.nz or visit us at huntleybaptist.com. What baptism really is, it's actually many things. And we find many references in, in Scripture to it. Starting in the Old Testament, really, it had its uh, foundation there when uh, God put Noah in an ark and saved him out of the flood. And then it's a step of obedience. It's a sign that we've repented, we've said sorry to God. It's a step of faith. I told Hannah that without faith you just get wet. <laughs> it's it's uh, often the forerunner to being baptized in the Holy Spirit. It's where we identify with Christ's death when we go down under the water. It's like the symbol of Christ's death and burial. And we come up. It's like symbolizing his resurrection power. Amen. And it's a sign that we've been like forged into a family now, a family where Christ is the head. And we are brothers and sisters. We're called the church. In a sense, we are joining one another in this act of obedience. We're joining in a family. We're blood-brought brothers and sisters of our God. Baptism doesn't actually stop us sinning. We know that uh, our old nature, we, we, can't, we can't you know kill it. We just have to die to it. And baptism is just the beginning. Those are the, some of the, just some of the things we, we talked about. But tonight I really want to focus on the word grace because, you know, we can just, like, read all this and go through the motions. We could do all, all, have all the head knowledge and still miss the heart of what God's wanting to do in us and through us. And so tonight I want to talk about grace. Ephesians 2, 8 to 10 says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is a gift of God, comma, not by works, comma, so that no one can boast. None of us can say we've earned it. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, with God prepared, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Wonderful piece of scripture. Amen. And these wonderful verses written by Paul to the church at Ephesus, they sort of encapsulate the meaning of this wonderful word, grace. Someone came up with a real catchy acronym for grace and suggested that it could be summed up as God's riches at Christ's expense. G-R-A-C-E. God's riches at Christ's expense. That's pretty cool. And this catchy phrase, as cool as it is, it doesn't quite cover the entire meaning and depth of this wonderful word grace or charis 
in the Greek. The fact that the salvation of our souls from death into new life is a free gift is staggering. It's awesome news. Salvation and eternal life is free because it cost Christ everything. It's ours if we humbly accept it. And this is the starting point of a new faith-filled life. Paul's listeners were blown away at first. The Jewish Christians in Ephesus were struggling to come to grips with the fact that the Christ Paul preached had completely satisfied the requirements of the law, the law of Moses that they had lived by for so long. He'd satisfied this law by shedding his own innocent blood on the cross in their place. At first, they just didn't get it. They still wanted to work out their salvation. You know, no, no, no thanks. I don't need a gift. I'll work for it, thanks. No charity here, you know. That's sometimes how we feel, isn't it? I still struggle to accept that Christ just didn't die for me. He died as me on the cross. See, nothing these new believers did now could impress God more than simply to just put their faith in Christ. Meanwhile, the gentle believe, Gentile believers, maybe they were gentle at times, but the Gentiles, that's non-Jews, anyone who's not a Jew is a Gentile, the Gentile believers also struggled to accept that there was such a thing as a free lunch. <laughs> you see, they had come from a background of dog-eat-dog. To them, undeserved kindness was a sign of weakness. Strength and honour was the culture of the day in Ephesus. And as we kind of look around us here in 2022, we're rapidly accepting a culture of half-truths in our lives too. Like those Paul was writing to. We hear continually messages like, believe in yourself. You're worth it. You can do all things. You see, Jesus does think we're worth it. But he says, have faith in God, not in yourself. Philippians 4.13 does say we can do all things, dot, 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 but in Christ who strengthens us. See, we've got to be careful not to just believe a half-truth. We can do all things in Christ who strengthens us. We are worth it because God loved us enough to send his son. So it's God's grace that makes all the difference. But as the commercials say, but wait, there's more. You see, Jesus does, doesn't want us to just live a faith-filled life. He wants us to live, sorry, a grace-filled life. He wants us to live a grace-fueled life. Fuel for the journey. You see, the second meaning of the word Grace in the Greek is enabling, enabling power for service. We have the grace to do something. 
Yes, the first meaning is so, so important. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. But the second meaning, to have a grace-fueled life, is enabling for service. We aren't saved by good works, but we are saved for good works. Is anyone excited? <laughs> I mean, sounds like work <laughs> again, but we're saved to do things in his strength. You see, once we're saved, we work because of his grace in us. Christ within gives us the power. We talked about this last week, the dunamos, the Greek word dunamos from where we get the word dynamite. That's, that's another word for power, the Greek meaning of of the word we use in the scripture for power is dunamos. And not just to run the race he has laid out before us, but to complete the race. You see, it's just great starting out. It's exciting. You don't know what's around the next corner, but we've got to complete the race. And he's like yelling from the sideline, come on. Come on, you can do it. Keep going. You know, when Jesus left or was about to leave his disciples, he said to them, I will send you the comforter, meaning his Holy Spirit would come and be in them and over them and go before them and work miracles and things around them. But one speaker I heard once said that another meaning for the word comforter in the Greek was equivalent to a spearhead. You see, when we think comfort, we think of a pillow. <laughs> but at times, the Holy Spirit needs to prod us a bit. He needs to give us a little prod in the behind and say, keep going. It's going to be worth it. And he's prepared a path for us all. I like the King James Version of Ephesians 2.10, which says, Unto good works which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. See, these good works are tailor-made for each one of us. And I want to say to Hannah, Hannah, God has a good plan. All right? He has a good path that he's mapped out for you ahead. And he will supply the strength to complete it, this, this enabling grace to complete it. He will encourage and fill uh, you, and sometimes he'll even give you a little prod in the backside, okay, from behind to keep you moving forward in his strength, not in your strength. So just remember that you can live a grace-filled life, but also a grace-fueled life. So we have power for the journey. We've got enough petrol in the tank to go all the way. And sometimes he gives us a little push from behind. Run in your own lane, okay, what you've been called to do. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Baptism is an amazing step on that journey. It's not an end in itself, but it's a powerful stand in the spirit world. And the wisdom of this obedience, you're obeying Christ tonight by doing this, okay? 
And the wisdom of that, the wisdom of this experience has even been made known to the angels. Ephesians 3.10, isn't that so cool? You see, we can sort of display the wisdom of God here and amongst all this trial and temptation and stuff that's going on in this world. And the angels look on and they go, there's my girl. And they share in the wisdom of what you're doing tonight. You are ordained to walk in these good works. Isn't that a great calling? To be called and ordained to walk in these good works and all heavens behind you. All right? If you remain in Christ. Let's pray. Lord, we just pray now that we each and every one of us here would just know your path for us. To know the grace that fuels the journey, that will give us the energy, give us the stamina, the, the, the grit, the tenacity to get there. And so, Lord, we just pray particularly for Hannah. I'm sure there will be others wanting to pray over her in a moment. But, Lord, we just pray for Hannah that as she goes through these waters, she'll experience uh, the presence and, and power of the Almighty God on her and the Spirit coming and surrounding and filling her. Lord, we pray for her. We pray for each one of us that we would find our lane and run in it. Run the race set before us and finish it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Huntley Baptist Church Podcast. We hope that it has been an encouragement to you. Please feel free to contact us at huntleybaptist at extra.co.nz or visit us at huntleybaptist.com.